welcome to the Get to the Point podcast, a podcast for busy women who want to have real conversations about fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle, but without rambling or wasting time. Let's get to the point. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Get to the Point podcast. I'm your host, Leslie Ann, and this is episode 18. This is going to be kind of a Q&A type episode based on a question I've been getting a lot of lately, um, and honestly, a question that we get when we are close to another round of our program, Fat Loss Lifestyle School, opening for registration. Um, you know, a lot of people are watching and waiting and trying to decide if they're going to do it until so they have questions. And this is one of the most common questions that I get asked. So I wanted to dedicate a podcast episode to it. This is episode 18, uh, which is kind of mind blowing because I remember when I started this podcast a few months ago, I really didn't think I would stick with it or make it past episode 10. So it's pretty fun that we're almost double that. Uh, But back to the topic of today, the question that I usually get kind of goes like this. Hey, Leslie Ann, I've been following your blog slash podcast slash Instagram slash emails for a while now. And I really like what you have to say. I'm thinking about doing your program, but I am wondering if I can still have or if I can still do, and then they insert a food, a beverage, or an activity there, I'm wondering if I can still have that thing or do that thing and get fat loss results. So I love this question. First of all, because it reveals this person is not making a panic purchase. When you are buying an online program, deciding to work with a coach or trainer, uh, I think you should press pause and ask some questions and do some research and don't just click buy because you're having a bad day and your pants don't fit. Um, That's usually the worst place to make a decision about, you know, investing in a trainer or a program. So um, please don't, please don't decide to do fat loss lifestyle school. If you're having one of those days and it's a panic purchase, you're not going to be happy because you're not really ready for the change. And that in my opinion, is what this type of question usually reveals. It reveals that the person asking the question isn't really ready to make a significant lifestyle change yet. A fat loss lifestyle is different than just eating healthy. It is different than just um, exercising a lot. Both of these things are, are perfectly good and healthy and there's nothing wrong with them. It's just that for many people, they do not result in the outcome they think they're going to get when they start doing these things. Um, you know, they start eating healthier or they decide to start running and they put in months of hard work and effort into this thing and they find that nothing changes or their body even goes in the wrong direction. Um, and that's because fat loss is different. And it is a very strategic, intentional approach to body change that's not the same as just eating less, exercising more, eating healthy, deciding to become a runner, etc. Again, nothing wrong with those choices. They're better for you than the alternative or, you know, doing nothing. But if you're looking to lose body fat and build or maintain lean muscle mass, that takes a much more strategic, intentional approach than just saying something vague like, I'm going to eat healthier. All right. So this question reveals a lot. It reveals that the person is probably not ready to make a significant lifestyle change. 
And the reason I, I, t- I say that is because I operate under this um, model of behavior change. I didn't make this up. This is n- nothing I can take credit for. This is something that coaches, teachers, therapists, doctors, whatever, anybody who's working with somebody who's doing some kind of behavior change, this is kind of the model that they use. There are five, um, you know, five or six stages, depending on which one you're looking at, but it is a framework to understand how human beings change their behavior. It's not as simple as just deciding to do something and doing it. We know that, right? Like you've tried that before and it doesn't work, <laughs> right? We just, hey, I'm going to start eating healthy. And you, you, you know, take a good stab at it and it lasts for maybe one day. It's not that simple. There are so many layers and stages to changing any one behavior. And I'll just give you like a quick overview of them here. Um, but stage one is pre-contemplation. And if you're in that stage, you're probably not even listening to this podcast and you probably don't even know that I exist and you're not really interested in fitness or health or fat loss at all. Uh, the pre-contemplation stage of behavior change is where you're in denial. You don't even know that there's a problem. You are just, you know, in that kind of ignorance is bliss situation and, um, you know, you also probably think that the way that you are, the way that things are now is just how they're always going to be. Like, this is your fate. This is the hand you've been dealt. You can't change it. Okay. So that's stage one. Stage two is where you become aware that there is some kind of conflict. There's some kind of problem here. Like what I'm doing uh, actually isn't what I want. This is causing a problem, but I also really like it. So it's like, this stage of conflict where you feel like this, this inner kind of turmoil and you're starting to weigh the pros and cons of actually changing this thing. Like I know the way that I'm eating is causing some issues, but I also really like whatever the food is. I really like bread. I really like soda. I really like cocktails or wine. And so, Oh, I don't know. Is this going to be red? Is this going to be willing? Am I willing to make this change? Is it going to be worth it to me to do this thing? All right. During this stage, you're starting to become more aware of the consequences of your behavior, but you're not quite convinced that it's worth it. You're still seeing way more in the cons, in the negative column, than you are in the pros, in the positive column. So you're you're not there yet. Stage three is what they call the preparation stage. And this is when you've kind of tripped the switch. You've, you've realized that you do actually want to make a change now. It is going to be worth it. And you're starting to collect information. All right, so if I did want to do this, how would I do it? Who is going to help me figure this out? Who are some people that can motivate me and teach me how to do this? What are some small things that I could start with to kind of get me moving down this track without doing anything too huge yet? So an example, you know, if you are trying to change the way that you eat, you might say, all right, I'm, I'm not going to go crazy yet, but I'm going to start drinking more water. Or I'm going to try to stop eating candy and eat more fruits and vegetables. Just like those little changes that aren't drastic and sweeping, but it's like one little thing you're going to try to change. Preparation. That's what this stage is called. It's stage three. Stage four is doing the thing. This is action. All right. This is where you have decided I am doing this. It is worth it. I want this. And I'm now actively making a decision to start down this path and take direct action. So this is, I, I join the gym, I hire the trainer, I start a, tr- a training program. I um, have decided to change my diet. I'm going to hire a coach. I'm going to work with someone to teach me how to do this. Okay. 
this step is huge. Um, and most people never even get to this stage, <laughs> but it's huge. And one of the things that you have to do in this stage is make sure you have a support network. So you're not just trying to do this by yourself, but you do have people who are supporting you and, and guiding you and, you know, kind of have your back at this stage in the process because it is so hard. Stage five is maintenance. And this is after you've been able to successfully maintain the behavior for about six months. And, you know, that doesn't mean you've been perfect, but it means overall you've been able to avoid temptation, avoid sliding back into the old habits, and you've kind of maintained your momentum and, um, you know, you've, you've really made some significant changes. Okay. This is also huge. And most people, again, don't get to this stage because they, they don't understand how these stages work and they just try to make changes that they're not ready for. And the process kind of spits them out <laughs> the other end before they get through it. Um, and the last stage is relapse stage six, um, which is obviously not what you want, but it's what happens. And the relapse is when, you know, it, it does hit the fan and you do have a bad day that leads to a bad week that leads to a bad series of weeks. And this is where you start to feel ashamed and guilty and down on yourself. And you start to wonder like, what is wrong with me? Um, you know, I really thought this was going to be different. I really thought I had it this time. What the heck happened? And you just kind of feel like a failure. It sucks. Like relapsing on yourself, going back to an old behavior, really, it really does suck. But it is also part of the process. So the thing to know about this process is that it happens multiple times to change one behavior. So just to change your diet or just to change your exercise or whatever it is, whatever you're trying to change, you're going to probably go through this cycle a couple times. And then the time that you finally get it, the time that you finally graduate and, and move on from this change and make it permanent, you know, it's when you've actually hit that maintenance and it's become your lifestyle. It's a habit and you don't relapse anymore. Like it's just what you do now. Um, I know for me, I mean, this, this process took months for each piece of the puzzle and that's just the reality. And I know that sounds really sucky because everybody wants immediate result and they want it to be easy and they want it to be fast, but that's just not the reality of how change works. And it's not the reality of how humans work. So back to our person who's asking me this question, like, Hey, Leslie, Ann, can I still have my glass of wine every night and still lose fat or still do fat loss lifestyle school? What that reveals is that this person is still in that pre-contemplation phase where they are aware that something they're doing isn't working for them. It's causing a negative consequence. They don't like it, but they're not sure they want to change it yet. And they think uh, giving it up might not be worth it. So if that's you and you're listening to this and you've been thinking about doing fat loss lifestyle school, but you also still want to have wine every night, you still refuse to stop training for marathons all year long. Um, you still want to eat bread and dry starches like cereal and bagels and crackers and chips multiple times during the week, during the day, then yeah, you're not ready. And I'm going to tell you that straight up. You're going to struggle a lot if you sign up for a lifestyle change program and you're not ready to make these changes. You know you're there when you are in stage three preparation when you've already started to make some small changes on your own 
and you're getting momentum, you're doing it, you're liking it, and you're starting to convince yourself, oh my gosh, this is worth it. I am feeling better. I really probably don't need wine every night. I just thought that I did, but um, I'm ready to, to, to change now, okay? Being ready to change, starting to prepare for the overall lifestyle change. That's where you want to be, okay? So it's not wrong that you're still in this place of not knowing what you want yet. It's actually really good that you're stopping to pause and ask yourself this question, but it just means you're not ready yet, and that is okay. So specifically, let me talk about these specific issues I get asked about. Like, let's talk about the alcohol. Let's talk about the bread. Let's talk about the running. Um, and I picked those those three things because they're just they're really just not compatible with a fat loss lifestyle. You're going to have a very hard time losing body fat, keeping it off, maintaining your lean muscle mass, building lean muscle mass, which is what we mean by fat loss. By the way, you're going to have a very hard time achieving that if you are still hell bent on a lot of alcohol consumption, um, eating a lot of processed carbohydrates that have very low nutritional value. And you're also still really into endurance training and not, not understanding that you're going to have to, um, flip the balance and do more resistance training. Some cardio, yes, but you know, running four or five days a week, doing long runs that last for hours at a time every weekend, that is a different goal. All right. And it's not a bad goal. It's just not compatible with fat loss. Like if you want to get lean, the way to do that is not by signing up for half marathons and marathons. Those are performance goals. Those are endurance goals. And you need to eat and train for those in a very specific way, or you're going to hurt yourself. And you're going to end up with some pretty nasty consequences on your hands, whether that's injury, whether it is um, you know damage to your hormones. Uh, you don't want to mess with that. So that's why I'm very clear with people when they sign up, like, please, if you're running a marathon, do not sign up for this program right now because you're going to be in a calorie deficit. Your focus is going to be on fat loss and you shouldn't be out there doing these long distance runs if your body's not fueled properly. Okay. So about the alcohol, about the bread, uh, let's talk about that specifically. When you sign up for fat loss lifestyle school, we are going to give you a template, which is like a blueprint for your meals. We'll give you a list of foods that are high in protein, high in fiber, high in water content, and we'll teach you how to break down foods into the right categories. For example, what foods are proteins? What foods are carbohydrates? What foods are dietary fats? That alone is like a huge light bulb for so many women when they do our program because there's so much misinformation out there and they've been told that foods like peanut butter are high in protein. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm sorry. That's probably the worst thing you've heard all day or all week. And I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but peanut butter is a fat. Nuts are fat and they do have a little bit of protein in them, but there is so little protein and so much fat that to get a decent amount of protein from peanut butter, you'd have to eat so much. Like we're talking four to 500 calories worth of peanut butter that, I mean, you would easily blow up your calorie deficit for the day and be eating so much dietary fat. It would just, it would, you'd never achieve fat loss trying to eat nuts for your protein source. Okay. But yet this, I'm not kidding you. This is what so many women are doing and they're wondering why it's not working because they're trying to eat nuts for protein. No, they're fat. They're fat. Okay. So we're going to give you these tools and these tools are like 
your best chance for success in this program. These are the ratios of these foods. These are the types of foods that you need to eat to get yourself operating from a position of strength. And that means a place where you are not hungry all day long, a place where you are not having cravings for the wrong kinds of foods all day, every day, a place where you have steady, consistent, predictable energy, and you actually feel like moving and going to the gym. These things are typically the opposite of what people experience when they go on a diet because they do it wrong. They eat the wrong kinds of foods. They cut their calories too low. And within a matter of days, they are battling insatiable hunger, very powerful cravings. Their desire to move and train and and exercise has tanked. And that's a direct result of the approach that they're taking. This kind of eat less, exercise more approach is why they feel like that. So we're not doing that. We're going to flip it actually and to do something different and smarter, which is eat more of the right things more often. These foods on this food list are not magic foods. It's not like here's the secret PDF with all the fat burning foods in it. No, (laughs) there's no such thing as fat burning foods. There's just foods that are better at keeping you full. There are foods that are better at keeping your blood sugar steady. So you don't have these wild fluctuations in blood sugar and have crazy hunger and enter and cravings right after you've eaten. And there are foods that are better than others at giving you steady energy. Okay. Those are the foods that we're going to prioritize. And those are the foods we're going to eat. And when we say eat real food, that's what we mean. It's real food. It's like lean protein, turkey, chicken, bison, seafood, etc. Um, we're talking about vegetables and low sugar fruits. So you know what vegetables are, broccoli, cauliflower, asparagus, greens, um, tomatoes, mushrooms, onions, cucumbers, peppers. I could go all day. Low sugar fruits like berries or apples or pears, things like that. All right. We are going to put more of the right things in your meals versus just arbitrarily slashing calories and trying to eat as little as possible and not paying any attention to the quality of foods that we're eating, okay? So that's why when you look at this food list and when you do fat loss lifestyle school, yeah, there is no bread on the list because that's not a great food to achieve the outcome we're going for here. There is no wine on the list. There's no cocktails on the list. You can't have margaritas every night and still have the fat loss results that you want. And that might sound mean, that might sound unfair, you might not like hearing that, but it is also my job as your trainer and coach to teach you the truth and to teach you the science based on evidence. And that's, you know, the evidence based on research and it's also the evidence that we've accumulated over training hundreds, probably I need to check the numbers, but it's probably been thousands now of women since this program started in 2013. I have yet to meet the woman who can on a daily basis, eat tons of these dry starches like bread, crackers, cereal, bagels, English muffins, all these foods, um, have wine all the time, cocktails all the time, and not pay a significant price for it in terms of how she looks and feels. These are not bad foods. And the foods in the food list aren't good foods. It's simply that food is information. If you want your body to do something, if you want your body to change and look a certain way, You eat the foods that support that. You eat the foods that send the right hormonal signals to get you the outcome that you want, which is fat burning, not fat storage. Because of the way that those foods are made up chemically, they're not going to have the same impact in your body the way that, um, you know, a, a favorite meal of mine, like a big bowl of greens with maybe a scoop of um, quinoa or brown rice and a, a, a big, you know, handful of 
chicken or some lean steak or maybe some seafood. And then we've got maybe some uh, roasted broccoli or cauliflower or just some other veggies in there. And then, of course, we're going to make that taste good. So there's going to be some seasoning or some herbs or some dressing or sauce to kind of make it, you know, delicious and awesome, which is required if this is going to be a lifestyle. But that meal is going to have a radically different impact on your body composition, your energy levels, your blood sugar levels, and your health than uh, a sandwich made with bread, made with white flour that is stuffed with, you know, poor quality meats and cheese and has a side of chips and a diet soda on the side. All right. You can't, those two meals do not compare in terms of what they do for your body. So I hope that answers the question. If you are still out there on the fence and you're wondering like, what is this fat loss lifestyle school? Is this something I want to do? It might not be. And that's okay. I'd rather you hear this now and, and and make this decision now that like, yeah, I'm not ready to make that change. Then sign up for the program in a moment of panic and desperation, thinking it's what you want when really you're just, you know, having a bad day or your friend talked you into it or whatever. Do your homework, do your research, look up the five stages of change or the six stages of change and, and ask yourself where you're at. If you're not ready to prepare for change, if you're not ready to take action in change, then hold on to your wallet. Don't go on the internet and start buying things that you're not ready for. I don't want your freaking money. I'd rather you just keep it. And if you never need me, that's okay. If you decide three months from now or six months from now that you do want to change and you do want to make a lifestyle change, I will help you all day long. But I hate to tell you that if you're somebody who wants to keep having nightly cocktails with cheese and crackers and you don't want to go to the gym and you just want to keep running marathons, this probably is the lifestyle for you yet. And that is okay. There's something out there for everyone. We're just not for you. And I still wish you all the best, all the happiness, all the success in the world with whatever you decide to do. But to get the outcome we teach in our program, which is fat loss, you do have to make some pretty significant changes. Those changes aren't impossible. They aren't miserable and they're actually pretty enjoyable and they have numerous benefits beyond just losing fat and you know making your body look better. It's also going to feel better. You're also going to be healthier. It's going to change your life and your family's life. So whenever you're ready to make that change, it's pretty easy to find me. I'm everywhere. <laughs> FatLessLifestyleSchool.com is the website. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Leslie Ann Quillen. You have this podcast as a resource. Um, you know, anywhere that you want to connect with me on email or social media, I'd love to hear from you and hear what you think about this episode. And especially whether or not it helped you clear up uh, the question in your mind about, hey, Leslie Ann, can I have XYZ? and still get fat loss results or still do fat loss lifestyle school. Now, you know, thank you so much for listening. And Hey, if you liked this episode, if it was really helpful, share it with your friends and, or leave me a review on iTunes. We have almost 50 now four and five star reviews. And it's been so awesome to know that this podcast is landing with you guys and, um, you know, really helping get some good knowledge and motivation in your ear when you need it the most. I'm really happy that you're listening and loving what you're hearing. So if there's anything I can do to help you have ideas for episodes, let me know. Um, and if you're enjoying it, would love if you left a review. Thanks for listening and I'll see you soon.